Hey there, I'm Colin Weston, host of the Mod Golf Podcast. We just wrapped up season 11, so I'm here to let you know that after five years and more than 130 episodes, we're taking some time off to develop our 12th season. In the meantime, I've put together a recap of our previous season to give you a taste of the dozen engaging conversations that we published. Last season, we gave you a diverse group of inspirational golf innovation and community building stories, ranging from golf industry entrepreneur and event experience maker Allison Ramsey Johnson to Guillermo Heredia who is the Metaverse and NFT Managing Director at Hype Sports Innovation. Over the next 20 minutes, I'll provide you with a quick soundbite from each episode that I hope piques your interest so you'll go back and listen to the ones that you like most. To open Season 11 of the Mod Golf Podcast, I again handed the hosting controls over to former guest Dr. Greta Anderson for an energetic conversation with entrepreneur, three-time cancer survivor, and adaptive athlete Deborah Smith to hear her story of resilience, hope, and gratitude. I was working for a startup company in San Francisco who was working on socket technology, specifically adjustable modular sockets, which was a game changer for people with lower limb difference. These things for people with myself that are missing a limb can transform our lives. I'm a mentor with the Amputee Coalition of America and with Shirley Ryan Ability Lab in Chicago, the top rehab facility in the country for the last 30 years. I talk to people with limb difference almost daily and hear their stories. And I have a real clear understanding of the empowerment that adaptive sports can bring to people with disabilities. And for me, getting back into golf after basically a three-decade sabbatical, if you will, it's such a joy. One of golf's superpowers is its ability to bring people together for a round, a conversation, and sometimes to initiate a lifelong friendship. Deborah and Dr. Greta are a testament to this, as they randomly met two years ago on an Atlanta practice tee. Without the coincidental collision of these two golf-loving women, this inspiring episode would not have happened. Next up, Chris Kalmeyer, co-CEO of Golf Genius Software, joined me to share how they embrace a growth mindset by building trust with customers and listening to their needs. I had the pleasure of speaking with Golf Genius founder Mike Zisman a couple of years ago, when the company was still in its early growth phase. Now that they are scaling up and growing at an incredible rate, I wanted to learn how they maintain an innovative culture that responds to new opportunities while balancing the needs of their existing products. Chris provides a masterclass on how they apply a startup mindset to their evolving business model. So we believe that it's never been more important for golf professionals to have tools that save them time and help them deliver great experiences to golfers. And again, that's where we come into the picture. So that, that's really the growth part of it, of the pandemic. The question then becomes retention. How do you keep these folks engaged? And to us, that really comes down to what type of experience is the golf course delivering? So you get these folks out there for a league for nine holes, or maybe they go to a clinic. Well, what brings them back? What's going to turn them into golfers for life? What's going to turn them into folks that are going to play 10, 15, 20 or more rounds of golf a year? Because that's really the name of the game. So we sort of see three major things that keep people engaged. Quality learning opportunities, social opportunities. So they're doing it, whether they're learning or playing, they're doing it with other people, meeting new people, doing it with people they know and people that they want to get to know to, to grow their circles, their social circles, and also competition. And you're having fun. And we believe if you can deliver all three of those things, that it enhances retention. Looking to improve your swing without taking a lesson? Want to track your on-course shot-by-shot performance? Do you wonder how virtual reality and the metaverse can enhance your golf experience? On episode three, Jeremy, the app man Callahan, joins us to provide his insights in top picks in three different golf app categories. 
We basically broke it down, like you said. So the first category is going to be game improvement. So these are apps that you can use to help you uh, hit a straighter shot, help you think better. The next category will be shot tracking, which there's a lot of people out there that want advanced stats more than just their score or maybe how many putts they had in a round, where they can track their game a little bit better. And then the final category, it's a little bit more than apps, but we're going to talk about it. It's the metaverse and augmented reality and virtual reality and where things are going. There's a lot of talk about that that people hear and they don't really know what it means. So we want to get people on board with that and some of the newer stuff that's out there. Jeremy is the technical co-founder with the Swing Tempo app, Golf BPM. So he was the perfect person to help us declutter the overwhelming world of mobile golf apps. We plan to make this a yearly episode so we can continue to learn what's hot and what's not in the golf app space. On episode four, Lydia Davies, founder and CEO of Teammates Golf, joins us to share her entrepreneurial journey that started after being reintroduced to the game in Abu Dhabi. The result, Lydia is creating a fun, tech-enabled community she calls the LinkedIn for golfers. I'm a bit of a serial entrepreneur. I used to be in the music industry and had my own record label. And then I ended up moving to Houston and opening a performing arts academy. And then I went into real estate and love that job. But I get ideas in my head all the time for different things I could create. And my husband, Andrew, traveled a lot with his previous job. He is a social butterfly. He loves to talk to people play golf with random people. So he kept sending me pictures of himself on the golf course alone after a meeting. And I was like, why are you playing alone? Like, this is so sad for you because you love talking and hanging out with people. And so I was like, wouldn't it be so cool if while you were in Mexico City, you could just go on an app and it would show you all the other guys in your area that were available to play golf. And then you could just click on them and invite them to come and play with you. And then you'd meet all these cool new people and have this great experience. So then he thought it was a good idea. So I put my head down and started doing all the framework for it, researching how to make it. And once I start something, I am going to see it through to the end, no matter what. Once I start something, I'm going to see it through to the end, no matter what. I love this quote and the resilient attitude that is burned into Lydia's DNA. Lydia is one of the most adaptive and curious people that I know, as her journey spans from owning a performing arts academy to teaching in Abu Dhabi. Her best fun fact? She was a musical recording artist with a top 10 song on the UK dance charts. If you want to learn about the art of constantly reinventing yourself, you definitely need to listen to this episode with Lydia. I received such positive feedback after Dr. Greta hosted the show again, that I decided to extend the offer to another previous guest. On episode 5, Rich Katz sits down with Landscapes Golf Management Executive VP Mark Mattingly for an engaging conversation that spans his three plus decades in the golf industry. At the green grass level, we recognize that we've got to make a conscious effort to make golfers feel welcome. That was one of the things that I believe we missed in the 90s. We made a lot of hard golf courses, a lot of challenging facilities, but we didn't really create a safe place for people that were new to the game to come in, feel welcome, not understanding etiquette, not understanding even where to begin, not even understanding how a golf shop lays out and, and who do I check in with and is it okay to stand here? Uh, do I bring my clubs inside the golf shop? Do I leave them outside the golf shop? A lot of those things that cause people embarrassment, we need to be able to address those early on, and we are doing that, to create safe ways for them to learn the game, feel like they belong, make their way from the putting green to the range, and ultimately, maybe for just one hole or two holes at a time until they get comfortable, but give them ways to have success and feel welcome at the facility from the very beginning. 
It's been two long years since I last attended the PGA show in Orlando, and although I was apprehensive about getting on a plane from Vancouver with the Omicron variant still swirling around us, I'm glad I made the decision to go. After hundreds of Zoom calls over the past 24 months has pushed me to the point of burnout, reconnecting with old golf industry friends and meeting some new ones face-to-face -face was exactly the medicine that my spirit needed. While I was there, I was granted access to the PGA Golf Show's media center to record a pair of podcast conversations with Spark Golf CEO Charlie Klaus and Euphoria Golf founder Patrick Ferris. Rather than release these as separate episodes, I decided to give you two engaging conversations for the price of one. It was a group of friends, and we were a good group of friends for business, right? We had some sales and ops guys, we had a technology guy, and we were all golfers, loved the game. And back then, this was like 2016, 2017, when honestly the story of golf wasn't going in a great direction, right? Yeah. Before the pandemic um, really boosted it. And at that time, we were thinking, we want to do something, and we were looking like, well, what's working? Numbers aren't looking good. There's bad Wall Street Journal articles, bad Forbes articles. And at that time, Topgolf was killing it, right? Yeah. I mean, they yep. maybe had 10 locations, something like that. But we were like green grass on course guys. So we wanted to see like, well, how can we bring that Topgolf vibe to a green grass facility? And obviously you can't just build a Topgolf. So we kind of looked into it. And what Spark Golf is ultimately is we're trying to create a, a new brand of on course golf that's social, it's fun, it's inclusive, so anybody can come play. And it's very relaxed. And obviously, at that time, we thought, like, well, what can we do? And it's a golf league, came yep. to mind. We're like, leagues are kind of all of that, but there's no real company doing it nationally or in North America. And, like, and there's no technology, really, behind it at that time. So we went for it. We started testing leagues in Orlando, where we're based, and it's grown from there. So I spent my whole life in action sports, mainly racing motocross, and I did that for a career for a while. And then when I quit, I got into design and designing apparel, which I had kind of been doing my whole life anyways. Yeah. And then made the push to do it full time. So around the time I found golf, I was designing motocross apparel, gloves, jerseys, pants, helmets, that type of stuff. So when I started playing golf, I was like, golf gloves are kind of terrible. Yeah. And so I kept buying more and more golf gloves, and more expensive ones, like $45 toward glove. Like, that has to be good at least. Yeah. 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 Same thing. Like rip after like five rounds. When it fit that great, I'm like, all right, is there seriously not, like, not a better option out here? Discovered there wasn't. I'm like, yeah. all right, there's a whole product category that no one's touched in 50 years. Gloves that people are playing now are the same design that they were back when Arnold Palmer played. If you look at pictures, nothing has changed. Same leather, everything. And I was like, all right, this is crazy that there's an industry this big with a market that no one's touched in this product category. Interesting. It's like, all right, well, why can't I take some of this technology I'm using motocross and kind of apply it to like a golf glove and see if I can like make a hybrid glove that has modern performance characteristics and has the same feel and fit as like a traditional glove. We're going to take a quick break to hear about DraftKings Sportsbook. You all know me as a guy who loves golf but I also love basketball, especially the NBA. And how do I make it even more fun and exciting? By getting in on the NBA playoff action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly. All DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet during NBA playoffs with same-day parlays. If you combine multiple bets for the same game, you're looking at an even bigger payout. Plus, place the same game parlay each day with three or more legs and get up to $25 back if one of the legs doesn't hit. 
To get in on the action, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use promo code MODGOLF. That's promo code MODGOLF at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See our show notes for details. Visit DraftKings.com backslash sportsbook for state and province-specific responsible gambling resources. At the 2022 PGA Show in Orlando, I had the opportunity to reconnect with Jim Beatty at the Diversity and Inclusion Forum, which he was co-hosting. On Episode 7, Jim joins us to share how he is helping make golf more welcoming and equitable for minorities and underrepresented communities by taking a position to create positive change. I would have to tell you that I'm also fueled by the fact that so many people came before me. I think of the Charlie Siffords, the Lee Elders, the Althea Gibsons, the Teddy Rhodes, and it goes on and on and on. What they had to endure makes what I'm doing, for me, it's just not that hard. It is time consuming, true, but I have to take the next steps and recognize the great people that came before me, black and white, that stood up, took a position, maintained it, and created change. The Metaverse, NFTs, Blockchain, Cryptocurrency, Web 3.0. You've probably heard some or all of these terms over the last couple of years and may scratch your head in bewilderment as one of your friends tries to explain them to you. After listening to this episode, you will be enlightened by the insights from our guest, Guillermo Heredia, who is the Global Brands, Metaverse, and Blockchain Managing Director at Hype Sports Innovation. There is the metaverse. It's not like different metaverses. It is one metaverse, like there is one internet, and then you have different platforms. They replicated the Australian Open in Decentraland. Decentraland is one of the platforms within the metaverse. So the Australian Open replicated the place in Decentraland, and you could see and enter the Road Labor Arena, see all the sponsors. You could go to the shop. You can have some gamification around, but they were not the only ones. The NFL just did it a couple of weeks ago for the Super Bowl, and they created an area in Roblox and that they had a shop, they again have gamification, you could see all the brands, all the clubs that are in the NFL. So it is a new way for fans to interact with the brands and with the sport properties. So you have endless opportunities. Next on episode nine, golf industry entrepreneur and event experience maker, Alison Ramsey Johnson, joins us to share her journey through business and life. Alison is the CEO at Gilly Group and co-founder of White Tea Partners where they create memorable customer experiences through golf-related products and event activations. I grew up also with a single mom who was an entrepreneur, has a very successful business in the education sector. I always knew I wanted to be a boss. I didn't know of what. And so I kind of had that calling where I want to help other brands and businesses create these phenomenal experiences for their customers through golf, whether that's sponsorship activation, hospitality, promoting their brands, whatever it is. So I knew I needed to get a little more of a differentiator for myself in the industry, especially as a woman. One sponsor activation of the year was like, okay, that's it for me. I'm out. So I started Gilly Group at that time. I knew I had the itch to do it. I just needed to get more experience under my belt so that now when I work with clients, I've worked with every population across the golf industry, whether it's top teachers, academies, 
state associations, the end user golf consumer, all of the leagues I've worked with. And so it gives me a little bit of a different perspective because I understand A, where the pitfalls are gonna be and how to stay away from them, and B, how to leverage those relationships to create something really special and unique. So I launched Gilly Group, I took all my favorite things, I left behind HR communications and ice cream socials and investor relations and, and never looked back. And so it's really been my greatest joy, honestly, to do this because I love working in golf, I love the people that I know, and it's just a lot of fun to bring that to the end consumer. Do you know what a seniorpreneur is? Well, we managed to bring one of them on the show for episode 10. Jim Plum, co-founder of 460, joins us to share the competitive advantage that being an older entrepreneur brings to their golf startup. You have inside of you a, a drive that just wants to keep going, and I love it. Personally, it keeps me going, keeps me active, keeps my brain moving. We were going to call the company 450 at one time, but we did a lot of surveys and with our background. And it's funny, 50-year-olds still think they're 20, but 60-year-olds are realistic. That's why we want to cater to that crowd of 60 and over and really take our entrepreneurship. We've all failed at times and built up businesses. We understand the economics behind it. We're not afraid to go after new products, investigate new areas, just talk to people. I know that this is a generation of different types of communication and we are still a little old fashioned. Sometimes I like to just pick up the good old phone calling and talk to people, but it's how you treat people. And we're only as good as the networking system that we have and the suppliers that we have and how we treat them. So in a nutshell, I love the entrepreneurial world, looking at some other things that I want to do too beyond this business. So you never know what's going to come up next, but you always got to keep your doors open and keep looking for that good opportunity if it makes sense. 460 is a unique online community dedicated to enhancing the game for golfers 60 and over. With age-relevant information, a wide selection of curated offerings on golf equipment, anti-inflammatory pain relief products, and SunSmart SPF 50 Sun Protection Apparel. Did you ever have an idea that you thought would be a great business venture, but didn't have the courage or desire to act on it? I certainly have, several times in fact over the course of my entrepreneurial history. Tom Naramore, CEO at D3Golf.com, on the other hand, did, as he shares how they digitally transformed their $3 weekend buddy bet into a scalable business startup on episode 11. There is a standard side game that many people play called a Nassau bet. Mm -hmm. It is a, a side wager on a game of golf over 18 holes. There's a wager on the front nine, a separate wager on the back nine, and then you add the both together in match play. And whoever wins the most holes wins the overall. So it's three separate bets. Right. And Craig and I used to play a dollar, dollar, dollar. And that's what we would call it on the first hole. He'd walk up or I'd walk up, look at each other, point each other and say, hey, dollar, dollar, dollar. Absolutely. Fast forward to June of 2018, the aha moment. I had software clients out golfing at the same time that Craig had financial clients out and we serendipitously wound up at the same restaurant. When he saw me and walked up and said, hey, we should have been able to play our dollar, dollar, dollar game on two different courses. And I snap answered him and said, man, I, I could build that. That's a mobile app. No problem. And I met a gentleman by the name of Peter Meng. And he spent about a half hour showing me his tech. And all I said to him was, I said, what do you think about a virtual wallet in a mobile app with two guys playing golf, either on the same course or different courses? They play, the app does all the math, and then the app sends the money to the winner. And that's all I said to him. 24 hours later, he called me back. He wrote a business plan, a technical roadmap for me, a basic marketing plan, and voila. The company was started. 
On our final Season 11 episode, I had the pleasure of speaking with golf teaching pro and Indigenous inspirational speaker, Steve Kushkinig. Steve shares how the teachings from his First Nations heritage help shape the lens that he looks through to create a sustainable golf future based on the seventh generation principle. The opportunity that we have right now is to have an understanding of the importance in what we do in life collectively. So now we have allies within our communities, not only in business communities, but we're now talking about changing policy and procedures. When we come and see something and we want to see it succeed, we know by opening up that circle that those people that are supposed to be sitting in that circle will come and sit down. They may just listen for a little while and they may just say, hey, you know what? I feel a little awkward sitting here and that's okay. We've been sitting like that for the last 150 years. We've been sitting and we've been watching and we've been paying very close attention to the people who we can trust. And when we trust them, we put tremendous value in their words but also their actions. You can talk about that scorecard all you want, but if you change the thought process and how you put that score down, then we see that. That's what golf can teach us. It teaches us about integrity. It teaches us when you do sit in that circle, you're responsible for the words that you share. So when we lift up that eagle feather, when we're sitting in our circle, that eagle feather lets us know your words that you're sharing are coming from your heart. And when you share those words, you're sharing them because that's what's on your heart. That's what you feel. And when you share that, we feel that too in the circle. They're starting to have the conversation and it's a conversation and it's a good one. Well, I hope you're now inspired to go back and listen to a couple of full episodes based on what you just heard from our 12 Season 11 guests. I included links to all these episodes in the show notes to make it nice and easy for you to go find the ones that intrigue you the most. To make sure you get the alert when new episodes drop, please consider subscribing to the Mod Golf Podcast on either iTunes, Spotify, or on our show homepage. To enter our latest Mod Golf giveaway contest, Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, or our YouTube channel for a chance to win the golf products that I review. I want to thank our generous sponsor partners, Golf Genius Software and British Columbia Golf, who without their continued support, I wouldn't be able to bring you these inspirational, impactful, and educational stories. I now need to get back to recording our next season of conversations with the influencers, entrepreneurs, and disruptors who are shaping the future of golf. I hope you'll join us for Season 12 as we continue to explore how golf industry innovators are surviving and thriving during these turbulent times. Until then, I wish you a happy start to your 2022 golf season, whether you've been playing the game for years or you're just thinking about picking up a club for the first time. Thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. I'm Colin Weston. Bye for now.